Happy New Year. Happy Monday. And a welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry, joined, as always, on this new year by Shane Diefenbach, Sean DePaz. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I wish I could make a... Happy Tuesday. It's Monday. It's not even Tuesday. Good try. Good try. What are those things? The blowy... Like, oh, it's gone. It's, it's like, like a taken. I have. No, 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 they're over there. They're over there. Oh, it's like a kazoo type kazoo, thing. Yeah, I wish we could make a kazoo noise. Can you try? I don't know. Yeah. That way. No, Can you try? <laughs> okay, that's the best I could do. <laughs> no, I was, was trying to get a different feel. Yeah. Happy New Year, Charles. Happy New Year to everybody in the chat. Hit that like button, guys. Um, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day uh, to see what we've got cooking for you guys. Because per usual, we've got another ASU football interview. Um, we're going to do Bo, Bo Baldwin today, who the offensive coordinator, and funny enough, we were talking about the Rams um, before we got into the show, and their star player, Cooper Cup, just happened to be coached by none other than Bo Baldwin. Shane, when we were talking to him, um, we asked him specifically about Cooper Cup and what separated him from all of the other guys yeah. that he's coached. And he he went out of his way to say it was consistency. Like, he was the same kid in college – as he was in a, as he was in the ninth grade, um, and to have somebody be that consistent over time, I feel like coaches can teach players things, but I feel like he learned a lot from getting to coach Cooper Cup. Yeah, the players like that can be special, and they don't need a coach to do anything. Yeah, whatever, and that could be the case with Cooper Cup. But you know what the difference is with Bob Baldwin and what we've seen at Arizona State? He had one really good player, and he fed him the ball over and over and over and over again. That he could break records yeah. consistently, like that's what you need at ASU, and and you you're getting an OC that re- recognizes, oh, this is my best guy. Let's get him open in space, and let's just see what he can do with the football. And that's what Cooper Cup did. They schemed him open, um, even when they didn't scheme him open, he got open by by himself. But that he was, you know, the the number one route. He was the go to guy on that team for multiple years. It's it, it's good to see a coach with common sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Baldwin's gonna be fun because, on top of being just like a good interview, like. He is a football mind, and I think the most interesting part about the conversation was every coach, I guess, at the end of the season usually will study a really good offense or defense or whatever, maybe gave them fits in the offseason, right? So Baldwin, after a couple weeks into the season, had already said that he wanted to study Kenny Dillingham's offense in Oregon just because of how in sync it was, the tempo, they keep Bo Nix upright, um, and that he got the call, obviously, that Kenny wanted him to join him in Tempe. Um, and it's, he's like, of course I have to take that opportunity to like learn. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun. We'll obviously play that interview for you guys here in a little bit. We've got some, some ASU hoops talk. Obviously last year we yeah. lost last the Wildcats. Um, but as Joe says in the chat, the good news is we haven't lost to Arizona in any sport this season. So Undefeated. Far. New year, new sign. Also levels. winless though. Also winless. Mm, crap. Yeah. But every team is winless, I guess at this point, right? True. Yeah. No, one's played, no one played any New Year's Eve games, right? Or New Year's Day games? Not in the Pac-12, I don't think. I don't know. We'll see what happened. Um, Sean, you haven't heard this Bo Baldwin conversation. As somebody listening to it for the first time, what is something that would make you feel more comfortable that you'd need to hear from Bo Baldwin? Oh, uh, man. I don't. I mean, it's kind of what you were just talking about. Like, I just want to hear that he's going to give the ball to the best players. Specifically, I want to hear that he's going to, like... I, I want. They need to feed the tight ends. I think I. I 
think that Jalen Conyers is the best player on this offense. Yeah. All respect to, to Elijah Badger, but I think what we saw from what Conyers can be, he at least can be the best player on this offense. Um, I just literally just want to hear that he's going to get the ball to the playmakers like we've been asking from this ASU offense. Yeah. We did have a game yesterday. We had two, actually. One of them um, is a football team that's winning right now, but they lost yesterday. USC got down by Washington State. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, 81-71. And then UCLA crapped, spat, and and burped all over uh, Washington. Also, Jesus, that's disgusting. (laughs) I hate the way you describe stuff sometimes. God, that Uh, was bad. uh, USC still winning in football, though? Yeah, they just got the ball back. Of course they did. I believe women's basketball is playing right now as well. Is you playing basketball? Cal. Oh, yeah. Last They're winning. Check, they were up at halftime, I think. Fucking right. Yeah. Cole in the chat. Is that Sean Thank or you. Kawhi Leonard? Happy New Year's, guys. Uh, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> okay. Let's not take shirt? on that personality that this shirt? year. Do I want I that, shirt? that shirt? Oh, that, no, nah, it's New Balance. Yeah, that's true. And it's a little crusty. Yeah. I'm not I'm being honest. It's white and like I, I wear it for workouts. So it's like. Mm. Kind of, like, you can't like. It doesn't look like there's stains on it, but like if you look closer, you're like, there's some discoloration. Is there yeah. a, is there like a descriptive word outside of crusty that is like super spot on to where you're like, ah, I know exactly what that looks like. Mm. Well, I, I would need yeah because um, I feel like crusty does a phenomenal job of describing what you're trying to like. I mean, wet emphasize. is just perfect. Like, yeah, yeah, wet is pretty good too. I feel like musty is a pretty good one. Yeah, mm, but that's a smell. That's it is more nah. of a smell. But I feel like you can get a four words when like, I think about you is. Crusty, no, musty, it, dusty. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> okay, well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here's ASU's new offensive coordinator, Bo Baldwin. Oh, it's been incredible. I mean, just getting to, you know, just meet a lot of people, and, and a lot of it's been recruiting, but but obviously you've also been able to connect with people outside the recruiting world, connect within this office, and, and just Arizona State is, as a whole, being able to connect with different people on campus. What was attractive about this job for you? A, a few things. I mean, the area and the opportunity for growth at Arizona State, you know, just with the, for a number of reasons. The size of this metropolitan area, I think, is about fourth largest in the, in the country, and you have one collegiate football team. I mean, that alone has a chance for incredible growth. Then on top of that, you know, when Coach Dillingham reached out to me, I had already – I had already planned, this is what's funny, is I had already planned on studying his Oregon offense. He has a receiver coach up there that worked with me four years at Eastern. So I called him about midway through the year when I'd catch some Oregon games. And I'd said, man, you guys play with such rhythm. Your quarterback doesn't get sacked. You're, you know, da-da-da-da-da. I'm asking him questions about his cadence and stuff. So I'm doing all this. This is in October. And I go, I'm studying you guys in the offseason. Because every coach gets done with the season and decides who they're going to, you know, a couple teams are going to study. Or at least that's what we always did, figure out what fits. So the chance then to work with Coach Dillingham after I was already almost thinking that way, the chance then to work, like I said, in this area. I've recruited Arizona for back to about 2003, so almost 20 years, I've always said, someday I'm going to end up here. You know, I didn't necessarily know it would be coaching. You know, I thought maybe it would be retirement, but I've always said someday I'm going to end up here because I really just enjoy it. So you add up all those pieces and the staff I knew he was putting together, absolute no-brainer. In terms of recruiting, you mentioned it, right? You guys had just a handful of weeks, um, so kind of had to play from behind the ball as opposed to some of the rest of the Pac-12, or I guess just the nation. How do you think you guys fared in terms of not only the recruiting class, but the transfer portal as well? I thought we did really well. 
and it all starts from the top. And I thought every time that we had, you know, something that we had to adjust, um, that's one thing. There was always communication, and, and uh, you know, we collaborated on a lot of ideas and who we could, you know, who fits and who doesn't. And because a lot of guys have different connections, because you really aren't in a spot to get to know these guys as well as you'd like, you know. So you have to have those connections, and they aren't in the in the spot either that short of time to get to know us as well, you know. So when you have those connections and we collaborate on a lot of those, I thought that helped us a lot. And that was that was something also that excites me about this staff is it's we're a collective unit, not looking for, well, I did that or I recruited him or it, it never felt like that. And it hasn't. And I want, you know, I'm excited about that same. And I know that's Coach Dillingham in a nutshell. You know, he's just, you know, he's confident, he's passionate, he's that, but he's still he's not carrying an ego or pounding his chest about things he just he just wants to get things done as a group yeah and that was a thing i thought we did really well in recruiting is we worked as a group and got things done uh since the time we got here coach you've had a lot of success at a various number of places who has been the most influential do you think in yeah. terms of your success yeah it's crazy i go all the way back this was asked in another room i go all the way back to my qb coach greg olson who's a pretty common name now because uh, he's he's right now he's with the Rams as a senior associate, but he was Gruden's office coordinator two different times. He was Drew Brees' office coordinator, QB coach at Purdue, and he's been in a number of NFL spots as either a QB coach or offensive coordinator. Well, his first job was my first experience playing college football. So he was a 27, 28-year-old QB coach, you know, in his first full-time job, and I was an 18-year-old freshman QB, you know, so what happened there was I came from a great high school experience, but I didn't necessarily leave high school thinking I'm going to be a, in the college football game. I did. I went, I knew I'd play it, but I didn't know I'd be in it for the rest of my life. When I got coached by him and I saw the competitiveness and the things I learned and his passion about coaching and his connect, his ability to connect with different guys, you know, on the team, I said, I want, that's what I want to do. You know? So he was the biggest influence without him probably even knowing it during my 18, 19, 20, and then I just went right into it after that. You know, so as soon as I got done playing, I, you know, college football that is, I knew there was no professional football for me to play, so I was ready to get right into it, and he was his big influence. Then since then, I've had great influences from head coaches like John Zamberlin, Paul Wolf, who gave me my first opportunity as an OC in the big sky, um, and then uh, Justin Wilcox, who gave me my first opportunity as an offensive coordinator in the Pac-12, and I learned a ton at Cal under Coach Wilcox as well, so there have been some really good head coaches that I've been able to, you know, be a part of too. But I go all the way back to Coach Olson as being kind of that first guy. When people bring up your name, often the first player associated with your name is Cooper Cup. Uh, what are some of the intangibles of a guy like that that allow him to succeed at the level he has? Just consistency. I mean, I'll start with that. I mean, it's just he's been consistent. He's been like that since ninth grade. You know, we had him in football camps on Eastern's campus. And he was the same guy then as he is now. And I'm talking 15, 16 years old. So it's just been a consistent approach to how he goes about his day and how he goes about his week and his month and just attacks it and loves it. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, obviously, I think sometimes it gets a little over or not credit enough. I think there is more now, but for a while even coming out, oh, yeah, he's a crafty guy, this and that. He's got incredible balance. He's got incredible ability at the top of a route to separate. He's got those incredible tools too, but he developed those through work. You know, he, he developed, he worked on those things. He worked on perfecting that ability to run routes and to, and to do that. And then, you know, um, some of the things he does, you know, just intangibles that are 
you know, run after catch is still, he's still doing it at the same level he did at our level. You know, that's what I think people didn't expect. So those are some of the things that it's pretty fun to watch that. Like, holy cow, he's still breaking tackles to the level of top one or two or three every year in the league. You know, and and that was something that probably he's always going to be questioned. At this point, I think he's finally passed that. But who knows? They'll still poke holes. Now he's injury prone. Now he's, you know, he just had one good year. So the good thing about Coop is he never never worries about comparing himself to other people. He never has. He's never worried about comparing himself. He just, he truly stays consistent and just – He's always working to put the team first and be the best version of himself. <laughs> Jacob behind the Mac freaking out right now. Um, yeah, there's something special about an OC that has coached a talent like that. It's like you don't you, you, you can't gain experience unless you have had or you can't gain that type of experience just out of nowhere. Like it comes with a special player like that. Like there will no there will be no other OC that has coached Cooper Cup to come to ASU. Like it's just yeah. It's something special, and and whether you contribute it to, oh, he got lucky with a crazy talent at a D two school, or you 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 think what I think that he used a crazy talent to the best of its ability, and he still holds FCS records today. Uh, it's it, it's a, it's a big thing for the school, yeah. um, and Elijah Badger should be happy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's value in just having been around a talent like that and knowing. Being able to recognize greatness, especially at a college level, like I, I feel like it's not always easy to know what a kid is necessarily. But to mm-hmm. have been around someone like that, I feel like is good because hopefully it'll help him identify those same kinds of players on this roster yeah. mm-hmm. and then feed them the ball, like I was saying with Jalen Conyers and Edger. Yeah, you can also say like, oh, it's D two, it's FCS, it blah, blah 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 blah. Sure, but when you do the just look at some of his stats, like yeah. at, at Eastern Washington, when you Look at those numbers. You can't. Just, it's impossible. It's hard to do that against no defense. Yeah. Let alone uh, against defenses trying to actively stop you. The what was it? A hundred and twenty something point game that kid scored in at a D three college. Yep. Like that shit is still crazy. I know yeah. he took a hundred shots, but it's still insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think to to your point of just like there's something to be said about just being around a guy like that, right? And how many ASU coaches over the years had the quote unquote NFL experience, but not necessarily the quality coaching experience at a high level. These coaches have not only got that coaching experience, but they've been around some high talent. Cooper Cup in and of himself is amazing. Rashad Samples, who's coming from the Los Angeles Rams. Brian Carrington coming from TCU. They're about to play for a national championship game next Monday. Then you've got Kenny, uh, who obviously has been around some amazing talent at Oregon and his stops at FSU and Auburn. Like any coach on this roster you can look at a list of guys that they've been around or coached, and you're like, "Damn, like that's successful." Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. not even the experience they're bringing; it's the it's the expectation yeah. they're bringing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know we're we're not we're not bringing a bunch of losers here. This, yeah. this, this team wants to win. Yeah, and it wants to win now. It's it's exciting, man. It really is. Uh, before we move on to ASU hoops, I want to tell you guys about Four Peaks and what they've got cooking up here in the next couple weeks. You guys can join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're running out the entire driving range. Come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Plus, our PHNX Suns crew is going to be out there hosting a watch party for the Suns and the T-Wolves. Four Peaks is going to be out there themselves also providing beer samples and swag. And check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you guys are going to save 20% on this awesome event. If you're not a golfer, that's okay. You know, Sean doesn't know how to swim in the club sometimes. Like, no. 
I look like I'm swinging. But a he also, bat. Sean does hit bombs. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a baseball player that golfs. Yeah. It looks ugly, but if I get a hold of one. We got to get out to Dobby soon yeah. and, and play some golf because it, it's a pure course. I love Did you just call it Dobby? Dobby, yeah. Free Oi, elf. Dobby. Dobby. Um, Dobby's a free elf. I wish you could bet on like like movies. I know it would be there would be insider trading up the wazoo, but like movie scenes of a movie that just got released, like what's going to happen? Like is mm. Dobby actually going to die? And then you're like, shit. I had Dobby to live. That would have been great for like a, Dobby to live. For like Knives Out type movie yeah. for Glass Onion. Like, mm-hmm. who did it? We should just do Ooh, that. That would be we crazy. We should just create our own books for a movie we've never seen before. Also, but our book wouldn't be we as got, good. We got to do the Marble Racing soon. We have to. Yes, we have to. But it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, no Marble Racing on the DraftKings Sportsbook guy, but a lot of other things. There are so many games going on right now. If you want to bet on Suns to cover the sixty point spread that's probably live right now, you can do that because they're getting their shit pumped by the New York Knickerbockers. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to bet on. You it's got, 20 and a half right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, Tulane uh, down 12 right now in the fourth quarter against USC. Tulane got, plus 12 and a half. You got the Winter Classic going on. A bunch of good stuff on the drafting sports. We got plus one of the best games of the year in the NFL regular season tonight. The Buffalo Bills and the Bengals. If you bet just $5 on the drafting sports, we got your new customer sign up with that promo code PHNX. You can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you get $150 in free bets this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But just a reminder, a minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. And see those show notes for more details. Did you see that Pete Rose made the first legal bet in Ohio and he bet on the the Reds to win the World Series? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. It's crazy. (laughs) Did Um, you know that the Ohio sports betting was going live right when the field goal was missed? That's tough. Was that clip? That wasn't. Real was it? Yeah, no, it was. That what, was like legit. Yeah, that was the timing. Yes. Was, yeah, it, it was, was exact. It was exa- right when the kick was missed. It turned it, it, midnight yeah. in Ohio and Atlanta, and like you so they had the first loss of the year. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's so unfortunate. I didn't. Re- I thought that, like somebody just synced no, those up. No, no, no the tweet that we were talking about. The, the they, somebody was watching the game in, at a bar in Columbus, and right when it hit midnight, they had a. Like predetermined at Balloon midnight, drop, they were yeah. going to release balloons from the ceiling. Well, yeah, regardless. And, and regardless. I mean, like, what was it? Because ESPN put out like a simulcasting because they obviously, well, Disney runs ABC as yeah. well, and they they showed like they had like the three different game broadcasts and the thing all showing yeah. at once. It was one of the crazier things I've ever seen in sports, to be honest. That was wild. Um, let's talk ASU hoops for a second. I want to get to bear down Cat's comment. I'll admit I was worried about playing ASU coming off a of beatdown uh, from Stanford. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he's just typo. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, thought ASU would come out firing. I think it was a good one, regardless how bad Zona played the second half. Uh, good. <laughs> do you think Arizona played bad in the second half, or do you think Arizona State played better in the second half? Uh, I think it was definitely a combination of both. I mean, they were missing yeah. some some bunnies, but also after what was it, the 12 minute mark, ASU couldn't get anything to fall. Like, yeah. uh, look, uh, this we talked about on the post game show. U of A is a top five to three team in the nation. They are very very good. They didn't move up, by the way. Stay put at five. Yeah. Wild to me considering UConn losing. Yeah. Um, but as as Bear Dome Cat says, good find good teams find a way to win. And good luck the rest of the season. Thank you, Bear Thank Dome you. Cat. I appreciate it. Wow. Cordial man. Happy New Year. We both want to see each other in the Pac-12 championship and then the national championship. Of course. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I think overall, you know, you dug yourself such a big hole that yeah. you were almost able to get out of, which is impressive in and of itself against a team like Arizona, but that just can't happen. You I don't know what the fix is. I mean, get to the rim, stop shooting yeah. threes, but also just make your shots. They yeah. need to play an entire half of basketball before the game starts, <laughs> so they can come in to the second, the first but half. Slow starts is was a problem a lot last year. It hasn't really been a huge problem this year. I mean, slow it was starts against, offensively. Yeah, yeah, it has been. It was I a, feel it was like it's been Colorado. a Colorado issue. I feel like there's been a number of games where it would not have been as close if they had played a full 
40 minutes, whatever it is. Then you're tied tie at the end of the game. Yeah. But you're also winning the game by more than a point. Yeah. It's tough. And we've talked about the way this team kind of plays basketball, relies on the defense to force turnovers and get transition buckets. Um, but Pac-12 play, it, it, I mean, it's here now. And at this point, we talked about it in the postgame show, like it's a new season. And we've seen just in the first handful of games that teams that, you know, th- the expectation was that they'd be shit or that they they shouldn't compete have done the exact opposite, right? I don't think going into Pac-12 play, anybody thought Cal was going to beat Colorado. Well, that happened. You were talking about Washington State, right? They just beat USC. Yeah, pretty commanding. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is why college basketball is the best thing ever. Yeah. Like, any, anyone can beat anybody. You, I mean, Virginia lost to a 16 seed. Like, when... Uh, Anybody can beat anybody on any given day in college basketball. And that's why it's so much fun. And that's why defense is a good thing to have consistently because yeah, yeah. that does not go away. Yeah. And it didn't it wasn't it wasn't as good as it has been uh in that first half, but you know, sometimes rotations just don't get there in time. You know, Kirk Crease is gonna hit two threes to start a game, whatever. Um, but you're always gonna have the same intensity. And I agree, Jason, they were more aggressive in the second half, but the ball was also bouncing their way. Uh, you know, a couple tip passes led to a couple fast breaks, led to a couple dunks, led to a, tw- a 10 0 run. Like when this team is dunking the basketball, they're yeah, it yeah. literally is like is like a uh, I don't know like the movie when, like when rats run away because they they know that an earthquake or a tsunami is coming or something. Like the dunk is the surefire sign that ASU's offense is um, clicking. I'm also so upset that Fox's broadcast was remote. Did you know that they I were did not at the know game. that? That is very annoying. So I was watching back the highlights and you couldn't the energy wasn't as palpable as it was in the arena yeah like you could tell that jacobson and them didn't weren't they, they would like you know they'd get fired up but yeah like there was no moment where they're well, like I we can't couldn't even, even tell yeah, we did not watch yeah, the second know, game with any sound but like the like there was no like moment that. where they're like i can't even hear in here like yeah and yeah that sucks it, it's a rivalry game yeah yeah it's a effing rivalry game that is, that is, i mean i was i was gonna say the worst thing not the worst thing but like one of the Worst parts sports rise from the pandemic is that like they, they, they show just, they could do it do it without, but you it's, can't. It's, you can't. It's you not. Can't. I would rather you can get away pa- with it, but it's not. I would rather have had Pac-12 Network do that game. Yeah, and be there. I agree. So what's next for for Bobby Hurley's squad? Who do they play next? Washington, Washington State, State a win? Thursday on yeah. Thursday, and then they've got a game on Sunday. Go Washington. Washington. Kick Washington State's ass. Don't slow. Start slow. Kick Washington's ass, and then I know, like it's a, a joke about the they haven't lost this year, but like literally, go start the year on a good note. Like, like I, I do think as much as I give like shit about a new year, new year, new me. Like I do think that like there is certain value in having, like there is a, a clear like mark, right? Like okay, this is that was what that was 22, 2022. Now we can look at twenty twenty three and how this year goes. Um, I you gotta win. Like start start the new year on, on a good note and. Keep them start yeah, get some momentum. The San Francisco loss right before a loss to U of A really sucks. But you look at the record, you're a two and one in Pac twelve play and your one loss is the best team in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Go and go take care of business the next two games and everyone will forget about yeah, it. Yeah, and we talked about it a lot after that after the Arizona game. Like everyone was upset, but I, I I think and you kind of heard it a little bit from what Bobby said after the game, like it depends on the context you look at it. Because if you look at it just for what it is, this was an unranked team that Lost by single digits to a top five team in the country. They didn't cover but, though. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, I was shocked that it was that low. I was too. So was but I. thank you, Vegas. Yeah, appreciate but it. But also, I mean, I think they kind of showed why it was that low. Like if ASU had not shit the bed exactly. and shot twelve percent for the first half. Thank yeah. you, like for respecting it. Yeah. I think. 
It's gonna be what probably ten and a half of Mikhail. You get more points for college basketball, especially yeah. there. But I don't know. We'll see how the seasons play out. Obviously, injuries are a thing, and you you never know how the season's hey. gonna play out. I'm just saying, you never know how the season's gonna play out. That's for everybody in the Pac-12, everybody in college like sports. I guess. Just wished injuries. I'm related. Jaden Daniels is gonna win the Heisman next year. Who? Jaden Daniels. Just want to put Why? That out there. It's, I mean, not that Purdue ever had a. It's fifty-six to seven right now. <laughs> 56 to 56 7. 56 to 7. This is a Purdue team that lost to Syracuse, though. Purdue has no business playing LSU. LSU is like a top, I think, top 10 team in the country. Damn. Do you guys we're not going to get into them, but. Uh, I, was, you, I was just about to ask. We're not. What? Well, say what you're going to say, and then I'll. Uh, okay. We're not going to get into them, but do you think anybody on like DraftKings saw the rumors this morning and uh, were like, I'm going to I'm gonna hammer Purdue? I'm going to hammer Purdue. There probably were people, yeah. Yeah. They all lost their money. All yeah. lost their money. <laughs> I, there was, you could have told me literally anything. You could have told me that. Well, you said you didn't know what the rumors were. And not at first. But you could have told me that LSU just got back from a trip from the moon this morning, and I would still bet on LSU. Tulane cuts to a one-possession game if they can get the two-point conversion. Or actually, they wouldn't need to. I also would have bet on Tulane to cover. I don't know what it was. But USC. It was one and a half. Oh, no, never mind. I would not we we went I over this. We went that. over this last week. I was telling everybody to hammer USC, and you guys were like, it's a trap game. I never. I don't remember that conversation yeah. about Tulane. I don't remember talking about Tulane. You didn't, that wasn't with me. Maybe it was my other buddy's own. Yeah, it definitely wasn't with me because I like it's a trap game. One and a half. Oh my god, it's USC. They're like it's, it's also a, Tulane. The first yeah, bowl I never since, what the twenties. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the first I, it was the first significant bowl. Yeah, I think it was it was twenties or thirties. Yeah, 100%. really, it's been that long. Yeah, their first like li- real like big time. Bro, when's the last time you, you watched a Tulane football game? I've never like like in my this whole is life. And I would like to go the next like. How old am I? Twenty five. The only reason why I like fifty without watching. The only reason why I like have any significant like viewership toward Tulane is either I'm betting on it or I would flip it on because I recognize the name because of NCAA football 2005. <laughs> they were still technically LSU's rival. <laughs> nice. That's wild, guys. And LSU was like my favorite. Hopefully, you're enjoying the college basketball yeah. season and bowl season, um, and you're doing so in your more furniture mm. that you got for Christmas, um, or that you guys can still get at morefurniture.com because they've got the comfiest furniture out there. They got stuff for literally anything you're looking for, whether it be your bedroom, dog bed, living room, dog. I don't know if they got dog beds. Mm. Usually that seems to be more of like a well, I mean, your maybe bed you could, could just be the dog. You could yeah, you could it. just get a bed for your dog. Yeah. A real bed. Damn. That'll go crazy. That would go, that crazy. Would go crazy, guys. Morefurniture.com. We've said it. They've got the comfiest chairs, chairs specifically for me. I don't know about you. You got your apartment, more furniture, um, but the recliners go crazy. Do a mad lib of these chairs go crazy. Furniture here, and I'm probably is the uh, shoe okay. wire rack from more shoe wire rack. No, I didn't get it from more only because I knew my cat was gonna fuck it up. Yeah, I was I was gonna say you probably should have got it from more because she, has she injured herself on that yet? No, dude. Yet. So, chat. There's this wire rack at, for that he has shoes on in his apartment, and the there's the spaces between the metal are like this big and <laughs> more cat, furniture it won't be a ha- hazard it, to your pets yeah his cat's paws are a lot smaller than that so it's just like stepping on it every every once in a while I went oh god yeah. oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i probably should have gotten it for more my cat would be a little safer guys don't be like sean get your furniture and more furniture.com we can wrap this up so I can get to Burrito Express. Mm, yeah. mm. Wrap oh, it up. I had, I had, a, I had, I had, you guys haven't had a burrito in 2023 yet. That's have true. You? No, I haven't. I Where'd you get your burrito in 2023? From you. That's I true. had it yesterday. It was Plug. so good. Yeah. Um, that's the worst part <laughs> of Burrito Express is that it's only open until three. But get your ass down there right now. You got about 25 minutes. If you don't, go tomorrow morning. Um, 
It depends on what time you're listening to this. <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> to this true. at like five o'clock in the afternoon, I mean, you can go. If you can go. You're closed. just gonna wait. You can order it and have it ready for tomorrow. Hey, all of you guys that listen to the show on your morning commute, go. Just, go. Literally go. Uh, call you your boss. Time, even if you don't have enough time, call your boss. Tell him you were just in long. an accident or something. Tell him that there was an accident in front of you. The highway shut down. <laughs> you got to I'm gonna be a little late to work. Don't lie. Uh, no, you can lie for Burrito Express. Just tell them you're going to Burrito Express. No. They'll be well, fine. That's true. But they might make you know, get. It doesn't matter. Do what you got to do. Burrito Express is worth lying to. Get it in you. Get it in you. Valley locations all over the valley. Get it in you. Valley locations all over the valley. Get them in you. They get the valley locations. Yeah, fucking activate the valley. Fuck. Let the valley activate you. I guess. Can I get um one burrito supreme and one activate the valley burrito, please? There needs. What would be in the activate the valley burrito? Um, sugar spice and everything nice. Chemical X. And yeah. Dillingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dillingham. There's got to be some spice in there. Yeah, Dillingham. Well, I, actually, I don't know if I want the full thing. I some Sonoran peppers or some mm-hmm. shit? I don't know if I want the full thing. I just want to try Rashad samples of the Activate the Alley Burrito. I hated Thank you. that so much. Thank you. That was a very Max joke. Uh, I think Tulane just picked them off. Wow. Oh, my God. I think they did. Fucking did right. Six-point game. I think they're getting the Let's ball go. back. Let's go. Ride the wave, baby. Yeah, bear down cats in the chat. Holy <laughs> shit, the USC Bowl <laughs> game. Ride the wave. <laughs> Tulane heard me. They heard me from over here talking mm-hmm. shit. I'm gonna laugh if they cover. Um, <laughs> I'm like, if they cover the one and a half, that'd be so, so They're gonna sad. lose by one. Oh no. Um, guys, last topic before we get out of here. I guess oh, is it a safety? It's a safety. Who got safety? USC. USC. Six so point score. game. They're getting the ball back with three minutes and twenty seconds. Two lanes get the ball back. Yeah. If they score a touchdown <laughs> and get the extra point, they, they're up by a point. <laughs> Just say. This is welcome to PHNX. What are they? The, the Green, green wave. wave, yeah, the mm. two lane green wave. Um, Joe saying touch you better be buying now. Yeah, listen, guys. You got your credit. Yeah, I did get my credit. I'll buy. <laughs> I'll buy. I'll buy. Um, random topic generator. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I have a random topic generator. The first topic that I generated randomly is, "Have you ever been in love?" I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. One. Oh, let's not do that All right, topic. ready? <laughs> oh man. Um, Happy New Year! <laughs> literally, first thing that comes up, I won't be cheating. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is the best room in your house and why? Mine has three. Um, oh, man. Best room in my house. Mine's my atrium. I'm just kidding. I don't have any. I was going to say, I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I'm overthinking. It's just my bedroom. My bedroom, yeah. yeah my bedroom is 100%. Nah, it's probably my living room because that's where the most more furniture is and it's also where my Xbox is. Mm. See, I don't spend any time in my yeah, actual living room. So. I'd say my I, kitchen. I only spend time. My kitchen is is basically my living room. Yeah. So that is true. Another that reason why my true. living room goes crazy. Okay. Um, what type of phone do you have? An iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like what do you, you think about game answer. shows and do you have a favorite one? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I love, I love, I'm a slut uh, for yeah, a good game so show. Game show network when I was a kid. Mm. Turn me up. I loved um, uh, Press Your Luck. Um, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know it's pretty basic. I just love trivia, so I love Jeopardy. Um, ooh. Um, and, dude, Slept On? Oh, oh, no, no. It's Price is Right. Plinko is the greatest single mini yep. game in the history of mini games. Yep, Price is Right is the right answer. Yeah, I don't know if it is. I feel Can like you do your Price is Right. Come on down. Uh, no, I haven't. Listened. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Oh no! Well, tell me to come on down. I'm gonna do mine. Oh, you're you're getting up. To, on down. Oh, okay. He's coming on down. Do you have a number? Number sixty nine. Shane, come on down. <laughs> There we go. That that sounds like HO music. Yeah.
Welcome. That, that's crazy. All right, today that's we're going to be playing Plinko. Plinko goes so crazy, dude. I, mean, I like, well, I mean, I like prices <laughs> right in y'all when we play games. Oh, this my awesome. God. <laughs> okay. Can we be on Family Feud? Yeah, Family, Family Feud, Feud is a great one. Well, okay, uh, so there's another part of this. Who's your, who's the best game show host? I mean, RIP Alex Trebek because he's a GOAT. Also, RIP Bob Saget. Yeah. Was he a game show host? Yeah, one versus 100. Oh, yeah. Great game show. I love that show. Uh, but I think Steve Harvey is the right yeah, Steve Harvey. And it's not close. Sorry. What did you want to... Oh, what did you want to be when you, you were growing up? Oh, there's a lot of these. So mm. I, so this is going to be a very, very niche thing, and I don't think anybody can fully... Own it, but when <laughs> at, like, at breakfast... Orange. At breakfast... No, no. Well, yes. I was five <laughs> years old, and I said I wanted to go to Syracuse. But at breakfast, because I ate breakfast at school, they would have these little juices... And on top of them, there was like a little star on the label. And so I don't know where this came from, but the thing was like if you made a wish and you stab your straw through the star, it would be, your wish would come true or whatever. Every single day for like five years, I wish to be a professional athlete. So and that's a basic little boy thing. Yeah, it was so sad. Um, there is nothing more in this world I want than to be a professional athlete. Like I would do anything to have those power to wake up and be like Mike. Um, yeah, Joe Bob Barker is probably the guy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but... Really, it was, um, there's like three big ones growing up. It was marine biologist. Dude, no. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. this before. Um, but I, Are I, we going to have the same three? Well, no, no probably not. Okay. Marine biologist, but I hate water, um, so that's never going to work. Um, a computer scientist, because I was okay. just, I was the person that knew how to like change the brightness on my aunt's yeah. monitor, so and I became like the computer like, kid. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm pretty good with technology, but uh, not interesting. And then I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, mainly because I saw what's the movie with um with Jack Nicholas and it's the the military like you want the truth you can't handle the truth the full metal jacket no, no. I don't remember what it but it, it, that so I saw that and I became obsessed with the idea of becoming a jag which is a, a, a military lawyer um but I then I tried to do uh, mock trial in high school and I just reading all those cases was not my thing. Then I'll eventually I ended up becoming a journalist and go, going through com law, and I had to read cases. But a I, few good men, a few good men, yes. Okay, that's what I thought it was. But I, I did you just type in you can't handle the truth? No, I typed in Jack Nicholas military. Yeah, I think that's Tom Cruise too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I fell in love with that movie, and I was always a great arguer, debater. Like I was mm -hmm. always got very passionate about things. So I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. And then I read my first case, and I was like, I'm not going to be a lawyer. Um, Charles knew it, of course. Um, Jason said archaeologist. Oh, that's a great that. one. Uh, marine biologist was my number one. Yeah. And then I looked up their salary, and I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and um, you're like, journalist, that's so much better. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so before this job, I still, that wasn't my, this wasn't what I thought I was going to be doing. I thought I was, I was freelance shooting for, like, uh, artists and stuff. So uh, I wanted to, obviously, I wanted to play hockey growing up. Mm. That never happened. Um, and then I wanted to make music. That shit was too hard. Um, <laughs> and then, and then I was was getting cl as close as I could to being a professional, like producer, or whatever, and or like athlete yeah. by shooting it mm -hmm. and going to do that. Um, and then this happened. So. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of different. Like I thought about being an agent for a little bit. Oh my god, that was no, that was that was it. Actually. Yeah, because that was my thing when I got. I out watched, of dude. I literally watched Jerry Maguire every single night before I went to bed for like two years straight. That's not a joke. On my PS2, I had a a wire rack on in in front of my bed that was just like positioned like a, a nightstand would be, but it was in front of my bed, and I had my a TV and a PS2 on it, and I just pressed play every single night. I fall asleep to that movie every single night. Yeah, I also oh oh I can be, I, can, I almost went to fashion school. Oh, I was between Syracuse and SCAD, which is Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, 
I almost went to fashion school because I think really my dream growing up was to be able to, to be the person that designed um, like sports uniforms nice. and stuff like that. Like that, I think that's really my dream. Like a realistic dream now is to be the person on a team that's responsible for like signing off on jerseys and logos and stuff like that. Because I have always had a passion for design and stuff like that. Like, yeah. What did I want to be when I grew up? Um, I wanted to be an FBI agent for a while. Mm. Um, and then I realized yeah. that you just like have no life and you have to live in Virginia for a little bit. <laughs> you have um, to live in Virginia. And I've been to Virginia and I hate that fucking place. Yeah, uh, both really Virginias, either. West Virginia and Virginia. Both awful. Don't let Aaron Slendy hear you say that. <laughs> um, and then I did want to be a professional athlete. That I feel like all every every kid, every kid that likes sports wants to be. But I feel like I wanted it more than most. Like <laughs> I was willing to sell my soul. Because, like, my thing growing up was not so much that I wanted to be cool. Yeah. I just wanted to be, like, good to fans. I don't know really how to explain that. Yeah. But, like, I see, like, I wanted to be that person who was, like, I am leaving the arena five hours after because I signed autographs Everything. for every fan there. Yeah. And, like, I growing up, I understand a little better why people don't do that. Like, it is an exhausting life. But I was just, like, I am going to be the best person ever and have influence as an athlete. We got another fourth and ten. Tulane, USC, 30 seconds to go. 34 seconds left. Um, all right, last topic? Yeah. No, that's boring. What did you do on your last vacation? Last vacation? Um, Ooh. Hmm. I was in Vegas, so yeah. Well, this could go one of two ways. Oh. And neither of them are great. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Um, so the <laughs> last time... <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'm willing to answer. It's just... Right. it's. Um, the last time I left Arizona to go somewhere was for a funeral. So I won't count mm. that as a vacation. The last time before that was celebrating my anniversary with my ex-girlfriend. Okay. That's nice. why I thought I should nice. skip it. Um, I mean, I don't country. care Does it make you guys uncomfortable. Uh, I went to Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter. At if you can follow wait, 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 wait. Shout out Mount Mike. Okay. Yeah. okay. Cause they're fueling these conversations today. So <laughs> shout out Mount Mike's guys. I didn't know they had a lunch buffet. What? At, they have a lunch buffet at Mount Dude. Well, buffets are top five it things. Where it's just in theory, in mouth. theory. Most people are grimy. I don't, but I feel like Mountain Mike's uh, lunch buffet is a little slept on. Golden Crow slept on. Yes, fact. Fact. Still got nothing on Mountain Mike's. Very true. Lunch buffet, but that's my thing. I feel like it's a little slept on. So you go there. It's not like you're going to a grimy Pizza Hut or a yeah. Pita Piper. You no. know when you're craving greasy food after you're hungover? Mm-hmm. But you just... You don't really need greasy food because that's a total lie. Mm-hmm. Um, Mountain Mike's is great pizza and it's not greasy. That's yeah, true. Very true. Guys, head on over like, head on over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa or Tucson locations Whoa. to place your next order reminder. New diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. You said 50 5 $50. Yeah. $5. Uh, uh, Tulane just caught the ball on like the five and there was a nasty <laughs> collision and a corner and a wide receiver are down for each team. Oh, yeah. God. We should start doing play-by-play. They are down on the six-yard <laughs> I mean, line. That's true. said turn this game. off and watch the Tulane game. Let's yeah. get out of here so we yeah. can watch the Tulane Let's game. Let's do it. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow. At PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toji. You can follow Shane at Shane D. If you can follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. A fun guy as always. <laughs> we will see you guys Wednesday live at 2 p.m. But for now, peace.